The stars at night are big and bright. Deep in the heart of hockey. Hi, I'm Carolyn. And I'm Marin. And this is Deep in the Heart of Hockey podcast about the Dallas Stars, fancy stats, and general shenanigans. I don't know how to do a general shenanigan without a guest on the podcast. I know, I've completely forgotten how to podcast at this point. I think you're totally supposed to tell people what the day is and what number of podcasts are on for next, though. Okay, good call. Uh, So today is October 7th, and this is podcast 83! I don't like odd numbers, so let's hurry through this one. (laughs) I find them deeply unsettling. (laughs) I have to admit, I am a little bit tipsy. Oh. Okay, so I have had a pretty bad head cold for the last week. And I had opened a bottle of wine prior to getting sick. And I had like one and a half glasses left. And it was like a week later. And I was like, all right, Carolyn, you're just going to chug this down. It's going to be gross. You'll be sipping on it anyway. Update, it was not gross. (laughs) And I have drank it a lot faster than I intended on drinking it. Well, I would appreciate you not making me laugh at all this entire time. Oh, no. Oh, no. (laughs) If you make me laugh, chances are real good I'm going to pee my pants. (laughs) We just turned into an entirely different kind of podcast. Right? (laughs) Welcome back, y'all! I bet you missed us! We were on such good behavior with all of our special guests. (laughs) Really? I mean, actually, I was so much nicer to all of our guests than half of those teams truly deserved. Mm-hmm. So, you're welcome, is all I'm saying. I don't know how many of them listen to this podcast when they're not on it, but I just want to say, you're fucking welcome. <laughs> See, we can be polite, Mom. I especially can be polite. Didn't know I had it in me. <laughs> This was a growing experience for all of us. It really was. Me saying you're fucking welcome reminds me that, like, so I spent this weekend with my family, and I had to tell them why I needed to leave early, and I didn't tell them it was so I could go see a four o'clock showing of Little Women. I told them it was because I needed to record our podcast, which is happening after the four o'clock showing of Little Women that I went and saw. And so my nine-year-old nephew had, like, a million questions about my podcast, and he was like, oh, (laughs) a podcast? And yes, you know, what, what's it about? So I had, you know, we talked about what it's about and he was like, well, okay. Do you, do you do it with someone? No. Do you get paid? Ha 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 ha. No, 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 no. Auntie Marion just does this for fucking fun. And then, then he was like, can I listen to it? And I was like, I don't know that we've recorded one. I didn't drop an F-bomb at least, like, four times? No, 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 sweetie, no. You cannot listen to Auntie Marin's podcast. (laughs) I'll record a podcast that you're allowed to listen to, but it's not this one. Oh, man. I can only imagine trying to record a non-F-bombing podcast. I've got the two now, and both of them are very, like, nah, 
Like, I don't actually think on the other one about the cozy murder mysteries, since it's all British mysteries, that we haven't said, like, fuck Margaret Thatcher at least once. <laughs> like, I'm pretty sure that ha- comes up in every single fucking episode. I mean, you can't imagine why it f- wouldn't. <laughs> so, yeah, this is my only podcast. But I guess what I'm trying to say here is that I don't really talk out loud ever without like at least mouthing the times that I would be saying an F word if I wasn't at work. (laughs) You know, like I'll I'll say effing a lot at work quietly under my breath. Mm -hmm. Not when I'm talking to C-level execs like ever. Well, no, but you know, there are people and like, I guess at church I'm really able to like tone it down, I guess. But, you know, I can't live my whole life like I'm sitting in front of a room full of ninth graders. So, yeah. Really long tangent. I'm I'm sorry. Well, I mean... I'm only a little sorry. It's a short season. Let's, let's fill it up with all the talk about how much we say F-bombs. <laughs> but how about this fucking start to the season? I mean, uh, okay. So, like, when they benched Honka... Not bench. When they didn't dress Honka for Polak, I was like, okay, well, they'll lose the first game, and then Monty will be like, okay, obviously we should be playing Honka. And then they didn't, and then he still isn't playing Honka, but he's playing Polak. But, like, Polak, while he is kind of useless most of the time, he's still, like, hasn't really factored into anything, which is exactly where I want him. Yeah. So... If he's going to be on the ice, at least he's not, like, a detriment at this point in time. We actually do have one question and get us started off on our our rant about the Dallas Stars, because I'm sure we're going to rant about shit. I mean... Already working on it. Obviously. Court asks, is it too soon to plan the parade? No, no, it's game two. But they look good, right? Like, room for improvement, but good. Lots of fun. I see no reason why this team shouldn't go 82-0. and 0. I mean... Yeah, that's totally, like, a thing that ever happens in history. 82 shutouts and 0. Well, 81 shutouts and 1. 81 shutouts. Yeah. I actually... I'm, I mean, okay. So, both you and I had to miss the game yesterday. Actually, I... Um, you did get to see it? I cool. didn't get to watch it. No, uh, my family le- very kindly let me sit in a corner with the big TV while, like... My nephews were in the background going, when do we get to watch our show? While I was watching the Dallas Stars uh, (laughs) spank the Jets pretty bad. And I, along with the rest of Stars Twitter, absolutely would happily, happily kill to death Dustin Bufflin at this very moment in time. Okay, so what happened? Because I saw, like, people being like, he's a dirty shit, but I never saw, like, obviously I didn't get to see the game. So what happened was, and so, like, I did, I, like, I kind of missed how it started uh, because for some of it, like, my family was still talking in the room and so I couldn't always hear what was going on. But, like, what I did see is that there was, somebody checked somebody and then Connor... Not Connor. What's his name? Is that Connor Carrick? Is that his name? From For our team? Yeah, Carrick is his last yeah, name. Yeah, yeah. Connor, has- Connor Carrick. Yeah. Okay. Right. He's still new enough that I'm, sometimes I'm like, wait, what the fuck is his first name? Okay, so Carrick uh, went in and, like, just kind of, you know, 
shoved somebody and then the whistle was blown and then after the whistle was blown Dustin Bufflin comes up behind uh Carrick and like cross checks him into the in the neck <gasps> the boards but like not just the boards but like the lip of the board whatever that part is called what the fuck and he like, hit his face on it and was bleeding and they, no. and they gave Dustin Bufflin a fucking minor penalty for it that's some bullshit yeah like at least it should have been a double minor for the, like blood drawn but like I don't see how that wasn't a fucking 10 minute misconduct because that was like it was after the whistle it was fucking egregious and but Dustin Bufflin had nothing to do with it that's bullshit that is entirely bullshit yeah no I mean that is why all of us were like um what the fuck we were livid livid so two games in what has been your favorite bit that you've seen from Dallas if if Anybody in this world doesn't tell you Miro Heiskanen's first shift, then they're lying. <laughs> no, a goal was not scored at the end of it. That clearly would have been like the crowning achievement. And like, like we would have won the season right then and there. We would have won the season. I mean, like, just hand us a fucking cup already. <laughs> but like, I mean, that 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 whole thing was like, this is why you don't trade Miro Heiskanen for Eric Carlson because this child is 19 and he has all these many years ahead of him. Yeah. It's yeah. Absolutely. Star's organization. And I love Eric Carlson. I love Eric Carlson a lot. Would I like to have him on my team? Sure. But not at the expense of my fucking future. Yeah. I, I full on agree. I love that. I am actually really, really pleased with the pickup of Connor Carrick. Like, I follow enough Toronto fans to know who Connor Carrick was. And so when we picked him up, it was obviously a little bit of a shock. No one expected us to bring on a, like, depth-ish defenseman. Well, no, but I, I don't, yeah, I, I still remember the day that happened because it was only last week. And I was like, yeah. what? Right? But, like, at the same time, I knew who Connor Carrick was, so I knew the kind of defenseman who he was, because there were so many people, Toronto fans, who had been, like, bang, like, Connor Carrick was their honka. Yeah. Like, play Connor Carrick, play Connor Carrick, why are you playing Roman Pollock, play Connor Carrick. <laughs> oh, no, I mean, like, I tangentially follow a couple of Leafs fans and I have also been hearing that drum banged. My favorite thing now is to watch how much Steve Dangle melts down every time Connor Carrick gets a point for Dallas because it's a beautiful thing to me. For a minute, Connor Carrick was the Dallas Stars leading point scorer. <laughs> it was beautiful. I also love I really think while I can't say I agree 100% with every decision that Monty has made so far, the things that I am on him about are pretty minor, I would say. Um, for instance, the whole Roman Pollock thing, right? Like, obviously, I don't want him playing, but I like the other five defensemen. So if the one defenseman is the only issue, then I feel pretty happy about that. And I really like his... Like, the stars are fun. Like, Court Court had it correct. Like, the stars are fun again. Like, they are fast. They play a fast game. They 
are encouraged to do more. Like I think for me in the, I, so I got to see the first, the, the first game and I got to see a teeny tiny bit of the Winnipeg game, like the first 10 minutes or so watching Devin Shore this season feels like a hundred, like a, a complete 180 from last year. Oh yeah, for sure. Like he feels like he's doing creative things. He's using his vision. He's playing like he did when he was a rookie and we were all really excited about him. Okay. So I feel like I have had, I feel like I have had Ken Hitchcock pegged incorrectly this entire time. Cause I used to say that he's a muggle. Sorry. A wizard masquerading as a muggle. But what I actually think is that he's a Dementor. <gasps> he sucked all the fun and the joy out of that team and left them a shell of themselves that were good defensively, and that was literally about it. But he left them joyless. Joyless. Yeah. He left them joyless. Is, is Monty our chocolate? Monty's our chocolate. <laughs> I really like the voice you just did. That was really kind of sexy. Monty's <laughs> chocolate. <laughs> Jim Montgomery is very inspiring, is all I'm saying. <laughs> also, that's a register in which it doesn't hurt to speak. <laughs> so what is one of the things you would like to see improve? I don't really particularly feel comfortable until we've scored at least 10 goals. So <laughs> goal scoring for sure for me would be, uh, I'm just kidding. I mean, okay. So one of the things that we have done in the first two games is take a lot of stupid penalties and then um, be stupid about that. So I would say <laughs> potentially maybe staying out of the box more would be better. And like, obviously We've only had one goal scored against us so far, right? Mm. It's just that one goal. But it was, wasn't it a power play goal? I'm pretty sure it was a power play goal. It was scored after I had to leave for D&D. No, it's even a power play goal. Do you know what it was? I just remembered when it was scored because I got even more livid. So that goal was scored. Um, You know, there was, I I don't, again, wasn't paying very close attention last night, but I don't remember who was in the box at the same time that Dustin Bufflin was in the box, but it was, they were playing four on four hockey for two minutes, Mm -hmm. which again, let me tell you, fills me with rage. (laughs) But uh, that goal was scored as the, as the, as it ended and Bufflin was back on the ice. So Bufflin was back on the ice for that fucking goal. And I was so mad. Dick. So it wasn't, it wasn't a power play goal, but it was, I mean, the things I'd like to see. I only, I can only watch one, 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 one episode, (laughs) one thing closely, but I mean, I feel like Todd Nelson's doing a good job with the power play. Well, after, yeah, like, game one, it was like, mm, nothing really happened. But the second unit with uh, Haskinen and... Um, I'm not going to be able to get used to saying his name that way. You know what? It's fine, because we're going to find out in four months that it's Haskinen, like we thought all along. Yeah, and he's going to finally... and then, But then, next season, it's going to be like, no, really, it's actually Haskinen. Right? Lindell, we're looking at you. <laughs> first game like our power play was doing nothing but then obviously last night it like popped off 
And then um, penalty kill has been quite good in both games, especially last night. Obviously, because they haven't gotten, like, they haven't had any power play goals scored against them. And then Ben Bishop also deserves some love. He's currently second in the NHL in goals saved above average. Which, again, I mean, small sample size disclaimer on everything we're saying. We know that. It's the second game. We know. But, like, there's there are things that are making me hopeful about the rest of the season where like I feel like last year it started on such a womp 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 and it wasn't it never got any more exciting. Yeah. And honestly, so the thing I would say that if I had anything to pick on the stars about, and I obviously do, I feel like we have for two games we have already sat back on a lead. And a fight like a and in the third period of Winnipeg, Dallas, they only were up 3-1. So, and going into the third period of Arizona, they were up 3-0. And that's, in hockey, such an infinitesimal lead. Like, goals can be scored. We scored three goals in 90 seconds. Like, yeah. Arizona could have easily done the same thing to us, or Winnipeg could have easily done the same thing last night. Like, that, if you looked at natural stat trick, which I did, uh, because after I, that's how I digest games that I can't watch personally, is uh, there the Stars Corsi in adjusted, obviously, in the first period against Winnipeg was about 48%. So it was like, you know, uh, it, not great, but it wasn't like anything to like freak out about. And then in the second period, when they scored a bunch, it was like 68%, which is great. And this is how it looked against Arizona, too. And then in the third period, it was 31%. And that's score adjusted. And it's like, guys. I mean. They just, like, let off the gas. And they didn't have that big of a lead. Watch it happen, too. And, like, that is, that is obviously the struggle of every single effing team that gets a lead ever. Like, mm-hmm. they just start skating around on their butts. And it worked out both times for the Stars to get up that big and then skate around on their butts. But it won't always, and I hate to see it, because things turn so quickly. So mm-hmm. very, very quickly. So, yeah. I mean, I know what you're, I know what you're saying. Like, I hate, I hate it. hate it when they turtle up like that. So, for sure. I was just looking at last, last season's game log, and they did lose the first two games. Well... Hey, man, like, I think that's my thing is that I honestly, we've said this, we said this all summer, and I think it still holds true. And if you follow me on Twitter, which I'm kind of assuming you're due, unless you're like a new Spotify listener, which hi, new Spotify listeners. Yeah. I I still don't know if the stars are a good team. I don't know, but they're certainly fun to watch. What makes a good team, Carolyn? I mean... What makes the sky blue or <laughs> raisins so disgusting when added to cookies? Um, I would say that if you feel in your heart like they're a good team, that makes them a good team to you. <laughs> and I think if that only we had an objective truth. <laughs> enough for most people. I'm just gonna gonna you know by and leave that there. Do you know what's definitely enough for most people? Six hundred points. Oh, oh, we have we transitioned on to Jamie Ben 
And it's we like, did, and I did it skillfully. Jamie Ben has six hundred points. I feel very, very. No, no, you have to say it in the sexy voice. Jamie Ben has six hundred points. <laughs> it makes me feel very, very calm and rational. <laughs> I truly, truly appreciate how many points he has scored. <laughs> I feel so... I almost normal. made wine come out my nose there, just I, so you know. I feel so normal about this. <laughs> did you cry since you got to watch it live? I did. I did a little bit. <laughs> I knew it. I knew it. I sure did. <laughs> I mean, come on. Yes, I did. He was, it was, I mean, I mean. <laughs> it's just one of those things where you look at Jamie Ben and you look at all that he has fucking accomplished in this game of hockey and you're like, you almost didn't even fucking make it. Like, you know what I mean? Like. You didn't even get drafted. Well, not really. It was only his first year and he got taken in the fifth round. But still, I was just like, bless your heart, child. Look at you. What I really, really love about Jamie Benn, aside from, like, all the dumb stuff that we love about Jamie Benn, is how little he's willing to talk about himself. Like, he's such an awkward nerd. And, like, he's like, oh, yeah, 600 points is cool, I guess. And, like, everybody else has to be like, no, Jamie, that's really fucking good. Yeah, I know. Well, on the one hand, I I really love how humble he is about everything. Like, not humble, I guess, but, like... I think, I mean, it's definitely some humility, but also I think some of it is just, like... But some, like, I just don't like being the center of attention because I hate, like, I hate attention, you know? Yes, that's that's what I like about it. Yeah, yeah, I mean... It's super relatable. Absolutely, it totally is. Which is why it's adorable, but like I just I love how uncomfortable he is all the time. He's like, no, let's talk about my teammates because I really hate talking about me. <laughs> I what I really want to do, so I've got this um running list of team nicknames going. Um and then we're gonna keep adding to as the season progresses because you know how these things work. I really, we need to start making more Jamie Ben tree puns. Like what I really want, you remember in that first, uh, I think it was the first period of the first game and Ben like was crashing the net and like got pushed and he was like, no, I'm not going to leave. He like basically leaped over everybody. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like I really want somebody to take that gif and like caption it. Like the person pushing him is like, make like a tree and leave. And... Then Jamie Ben and his little like flying leap. He's, I really don't want to be a tree. <laughs> but why are we making tree puns? Because he literally said, I really don't want to be a tree. When Mark Stepneski asked him, what kind of tree would you want to be? Oh my God. That's right. Did you tell, did you tell that story at the beginning and I just missed it? No, I, I didn't tell that story on the podcast, but that story happened in like July. No, I know. I know. I've slept since then. So I forgot. <laughs> Uh, yeah. yeah, no, I, I want to see, is Mark Stepneski's thing still uh, determined to find out what kind of tree Jamie Ben is? 
Maybe. I'm looking. Making it my mission to find out what kind of tree Dallas Stars Captain Jamie Ben would like to be. Yep. It's still there. <laughs> uh, quality investigative reporting. So, since this is a general shenanigans podcast, there is some... There are some fucking shenanigans going on in the hockey world. And I was thinking as a person who plays video game, you would be the absolute best to weigh in on this. Have you heard about this Fortnite controversy? So I saw this on the on the thing on the outline and I was like, what the fuck is that? And then I remembered the whole shit about in the with the Canucks about how they're not taking any video game stuff with them and they're not going to be playing Fortnite and not talking to people and blah, 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 all that, right? That's what we're talking about? Yeah, so to, okay. to recap for listeners who may not know, or it, this actually kind of started, like, in the summer before the draft, there was a rumor that a high-end prospect had, was basically, like, undergoing, like, had been playing so many video games, it was ruining his life, and, like... There was serious concerns from the team that drafted him about whether or not he would be able to play hockey because of his video game addiction. And video game addiction is totally a thing, much like many other addictions happen. And and the, the, the prospect's name was never mentioned, and there was a lot of, like, speculation and whatever, whatever. But, like, since then, it has kind of, this whole thing has snowballed into now the Canucks are saying no one on the team is allowed to bring video games on the road, on road trips. Ever at all. Ever at all. They're also apparently not allowed to bring Sam Gagne's on road trips, but, you know, that's entirely oh, different. come on! <laughs> no, but talk to me about video games first. <laughs> so, I don't, I mean... I feel like you could go one of two ways because like I do know that there are people who will get involved in a video game and literally never talk to another person again, except for if they, if they, you know, are somehow attached to some headphone thing and talking to people they game with like online and like that's everything is fine in moderation, right? Like mm -hmm. if you're playing video games as a way to like wind down at the end of a day, like who the fuck cares if you're playing video games and not making it to team dinners, not doing your fucking conditioning, not, you know, all those kinds of things. Like I can see why somebody would be like that culture is a problem if like they're like fucking off and not doing what they should be doing as part of their damn jobs. Like I get that that might be a thing. For one or two players in the NHL, because I know that it's a thing for, like, people in general. But, like, the idea that they're just not allowed ever because we don't like it, or we don't understand it, or it's not something that you can join in with, like, the rest of your team. Like, that... Nobody nobody works 24-7, right? Like, yeah. why the fuck are they not allowed to bring a video game to play when they're not when they're when they're in their rooms at the by themselves at the end of the day like a, a road trip like that is not like now we're on 24 7 and we're not you know now you have to be talking with these other people all the time it's not a fucking church trip yeah well i mean and that is it, it, i mean 
actually to bring it back to like somebody like Jamie Benn, who we are pretty confident at this point, having, you know, watched him for years and his interviews and shit like that. He's an introvert. Yeah. I don't know if Jamie Benn video games, but I could see him being the kind of person where this would be an excellent way for him to get some self-recharge time well, not on a road just, trip. Like, there are plenty of instances where you can play video games with other people. Like, if if an entire team of people bring their fucking Xboxes and they all load up Fortnite together, they will, chances are, at least some of them will be playing in the same room together. And, like, if they're, I mean, I'm not saying that everybody should, like, now, and now we should have a Fortnite tournament. Like, I'm not saying that you have to then structure your, your Xbox time, but, like, it's not necessarily, like, video games are solely a solo thing. Like, yeah. people play Mario Kart together literally all the goddamn time. Like, they do it in the NHL all the fucking time. Like, just the idea that, like, all of a sudden it's not allowed at all because we don't like that culture is just absolutely asinine. It's fucking bizarre. And especially for the fucking Canucks, it's, like, <laughs> focusing on the wrong goddamn thing about their team. Oh, my God. Yes. Yes. And I think it's also a little telling that they're really the only team that has said this. Mm-hmm. Literally no other team has come out and be like, we're bad because of video games. Like I said, like I said, uh, everything in moderation. I, I, I understand. I understand the point with this one player that's like addicted to it, not doing what he needs to be doing, not not sleeping at night because he's like fucking playing Fortnite. Like, I, I get it. You know what I mean? But at the same time, just banning it entirely is stupid. Are they not allowed to bring books next because they should be reading? They should only be talking to people? Like, what you're doing is you are, like, banning a thing that you don't understand or like because you don't understand or like it. If you're telling me that nobody is allowed to bring anything to entertain themselves at all, ever, because they should only be talking to their, their teammates, then sure, fine. Like, whatever. You, you're going whole hog. That's fine. Not fine. It's weird. But, like, <laughs> like oh, well, you just hate fun. But, like, if you're solely doing it for video games, you're doing it because you don't like or understand them and you're being stupid. Agreed. Video games are great. Speaking of great, do you want to talk about happy things? Sure! Let's talk about happy things. Do you want to go first? No. <laughs> uh, I don't mind going first. I always am like, I've got to pick a happy thing from literally the last day because I don't remember what else happened that was good. <laughs> No, this past week has been rough as fuck. Yeah. But I do have some happy things. I mean, most of my happy... So, okay. So, I have decided that I'm going to do feel-good fall. And my whole thing is that I'm not going to punish myself for arbitrary things. Like, how much I weigh. Or, you know, what size I am. Or even, like, did I make dinner and it came out not great? Because I'm I'm a perfectionist at heart, and I tend to do that. Um, and really kind of embracing this has meant that I'm, like, getting back into fashion and style. Because that's something I actually really, really enjoy. And I'm baking again. Nice. Which is, again, something I really, really enjoy. And I kind of had it. A little bit of that joy sucked out of me. Mm-hmm. 
And so despite some of the, some of, despite all of the really fucking shitty things that happened this week, up into and including my terrible sinus headache, head cold bullshit, um, I'm actually like feeling pretty good for the last couple of weeks since we've recorded. And it's it, it's a lot because this is a mindset where it's like, no, Carolyn, you are, let's, let's feel good. Let's do things that make our, ourselves feel good. And so I guess overall my happy thing is like choosing to do that. Okay. Choosing to feel good is your feel good moment of the week? Yeah, choosing to do things that make me feel good. I like it. I like it. It's cool. What is your happy thing? <sighs> Honestly, Carolyn, it's been hard to feel happy recently. I know. So. Because, like, every time I, f- I have a happy thing that happens, it's like the crushing inevitableness of, like, our own demise just comes, like, piling on me. So, like, even in the moments where I'm happy and I'm like, I'm happy right now, it's like, but all of this other bullshit is happening. So, I, I mean, like, that moment, I, I, you know, I love my family. And I love hanging out with them. And, like, I spent this weekend with the overwhelming majority of them. But then, like, on Friday, one of our family friends died. I'm going to his funeral tomorrow. And, like. Oh, my God. Yeah. So, like, it's a little hard to feel, like, awesome right now. But I did, I did get to hang out with my family. Um, my littlest nephew not the littlest nibbling but the littlest nephew who's number six out of seven has learned my name mm-hmm. and like he he kind of knew it but like he has started screaming my name whenever <laughs> he sees me and it's like it's never followed up by anything like he doesn't like he just basically wants to identify me but like on my parents ranch there we spent most of the weekend in what what is called the lodge but it's like the big um open air room where they have the kitchen where they feed people for the B&B and then they also have um like two bedrooms in there and like space for a stage and like all this kind of stuff. So like that's where we spent most of the weekend and I was sleeping over my parents' house, which is like 50 yards away. So like Mm -hmm. I leave the big house as I'm coming over from like getting something or doing something. I can't remember what. And he is outside the lodge, like sitting on the, you know, basically on the steps beside the lodge and he sees me and he screams, and like this super guttural guttural voice (laughs) so then starts running towards me and I was like I'm not sure what's gonna happen here like am I supposed to lift him up where we belong or like (laughs) just I mean what's going on he gets within like I want to say 10 yards of me and then stops and then just kind of like And then walks away. And I was kind of like, what you just wanted to do there was get my hopes up. (laughs) I love interacting with my nibblings. And I got to interact with five out of the seven this weekend. And, like, I'm always happy when that happens. They're all great little tiny children. And so that was fun. Seeing my brothers was kind of fun. Oh, my God. By the way, I found out. Maybe you should edit this part out because I'm talking about doing illegal shit. But, like... I found out that when we were all in Colorado over last Christmas, 
my brothers bought fucking edibles like the moment they passed into Colorado and then proceeded to not share them with <gasps> anyone the entire time we were there. But they were like, yeah, we were both high literally the entire time we were in Colorado. And I was like, then why were you such an asshole? What's wrong with you? So technically that's legal here. I know. Uh, <laughs> then later we started talking about how all the times you like, you know, done pot literally everywhere. But like next time next time you come visit me, we can go to the alternative medicine store up the street and we can we can get some edibles. Excellent. Although edibles <laughs> are really not necessarily my favorite. It takes so long to kick in and then it's just kind of like I just feel kind of funny and then it's over. Well, so here's the thing about pot in Colorado. Because it's legal, people get, like, real specialized about it. Oh, really? So if you go to a place like that, like, you can tell them what kind of high you want, and they will recommend something. Excellent. Okay, let's do that. Because they're like, like, you know how, like, when you go to a bar, like, yeah, you're like, so. I like this thing, and they'll, like, give you the beer for that. They can do that with pot. I just want to walk into that store and do, like, just fuck me up. Like, <laughs> I don't want to be like, ooh, I feel kind of funny. I want to be like, oh, my God, I see life and truth. Like, <laughs> well, will they do that if I walk into that store? I mean, maybe. Let's find we'll out. find out. <laughs> find out is all I'm saying. Cool. All right. Clearly, I'm coming to visit you this year. <laughs> uh, do you want to do listener questions? Let's do listener questions. <laughs> you can start. I'll start. Justin asks, last night was great, but I still have no faith in our second line. What is to be done about that? Well, Justin, <laughs> just have some, I mean, like, just have some faith, Justin. <laughs> Hell's bells, Justin. Jeez, Justin. <laughs> this is why we need pot. No. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm too fucking angry for pot, probably. I think they can help with that. Um, okay. <laughs> I'll walk into a... I'll walk into a... <laughs> 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 Okay, I'll walk into that store and be like, my secret is I'm always angry. Give me something that fixes that. Just, How can you de-hulk me? <laughs> give, me the, give me the secret to being de-hulked. That's what I want. Um, yes. Okay, Justin, we need to talk about this lack of faith in our in our second line. I mean, like... I did ask for clarity if he meant um, the Spezza Como Janmark line. Okay. Uh, which is, I'm pretty sure, what he did mean. Okay. Uh, but I got no response. So I'm just going to go on the assumption that he means the Spezza line. Okay. Well, in that case, I feel, because there, there there are a couple of people that either follow me or I follow that have no faith in Spezza at all. And to that, I say... Go fuck yourself. Go fuck yourself. Um, I mean, I don't want to be mean to listeners. Thank you for listening to our podcast. But also, go fuck yourself. <laughs> um, Like... If you have no faith in Spets at this point in time, I honestly, it's like that time I found out that one of my best friends in the entire world likes putting raisins in cookies. Because <laughs> one of the things that just like, it really altered my worldview and made me like sad, 
like to be a person and alive. I promise I'm not high right now, but <laughs> I'm just, it's just one of those things where like, I feel like you just have to find that truth inside yourself that lets you believe that Spence has been good all along and that everybody has off years and like, Everybody was going to have an off year under Ken Hitchcock because he's Ken Hitchcock and he's a Dementor. Well, and I think the other thing is, and again, granted, I did not get to see the Winnipeg game, but I actually quite liked the Jan Mark Spencer Como line in the Arizona game. Listen, listen. Janmark and Spezza were born to play hockey together, even if it's only in the twilight years of Spezza's career. Like, those men love playing hockey together, and it shows, and it's only a matter of time before it finally, finally clicks for them again. Mm-hmm. Is all I'm saying. Well, yeah, but I mean, I'm just, I, I mean, Arizona, against Arizona, that line, I feel like, took the bulk of the third period minutes when they gave kind of Ben Sagan Radulov a little bit of a break. Yeah. And I they think were a little worried about Jamie's knee. Yeah. But I mean, but I think also it worked like they were the yeah. line on the ice that actually was effective. Yeah. No, I know they, and they had good chances last night. I don't like, if you have no faith in their second line, like it's, it's on you, buddy. It's not on the second line. Like mm-hmm. what is to be done about that is you, not doing that anymore like <laughs> like just change you, just change right now just change just be different <laughs> um i would be the worst counselor in the entire world like, <laughs> oh you're sad just don't be sad <laughs> oh when i make a bad decision just don't do that done problem solved let's move on oh you love someone you shouldn't mm, girl stop <laughs> You have no faith in the second line of the Dallas Stars 2018-2019 team? Well, that's your fault. (laughs) Oh, man, I missed our podcast. Uh, (laughs) I did. I do love all of our guests. All of our guests were great. Absolutely. It was the best thing we could have done all summer. But at the same time. <laughs> I do miss I do miss our dynamic. Like our dynamic got a little different there with, you know, another person as it in all the time. So, yeah. And like that minute we were trying to be kind of serious hockey people, it just felt it, it sat a little weird on the shoulders. It really did. I mean, like, I always look forward to Podcast Sunday, but like, man, this one I was like, no, family. I can't hang out with you. I've got to go on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> all right andrew too cool for L- cali la asks does the beat down that ottawa delivered to toronto mean that we can give ben and radulov the night off on tuesday first of all we can't give jamie ben any nights off because he needs to win the art roskin agreed second of all if jamie ben is playing i also need radulov to play because i need that line together so jamie ben wins the art ross agreed um, so I mean, as much as I love the fact that Ottawa beat Toronto, because it's just funny for me. Um, no, we can't give Jamie Ben and Reg off the night off. I'm sorry. No nights off for this team ever. No. And I, yeah, no nights off for this team. None. None. I want to see them be their funnest, truest, best selves every time. 82 games this season. Yes. No nights off. 
What savory snack pairs best with Winnipeg tears? Literally any. Literally any. You could eat any snack with Winnipeg tears because that's how good they are. That said, I actually do have some Triscuits with some peppercorn brie last night. Real good. Real good. Sounds so tasty. What did we have last night? I don't remember. I think we just ate sandwiches. Everything. Kind of a letdown. I know. Kind of like Winnipeg. Kind of like Winnipeg. Well, okay. So this whole weekend, my family was like, ooh, we're doing um, fajitas on our brand new grill. And then it just kept being like, and we're going to eat sandwiches instead. Because everybody got tired. So they're eating sandwich or fajitas for dinner tonight. Jerks. After I left. They're all a-holes. Jerks. But you know what I did have while I was playing rummy with my brothers until midnight? They drank a lot of whiskey. I drank a lot of water because, again, I'm sick. But we did eat all of my nephew's puffy Cheetos. <laughs> because fuck that child. I need his puffy Cheetos more than he does. I'm, I'm sorry I'm sorry number four for saying fuck you that was mean no number four number three number three sorry number three but also sorry number four but also sorry number four for confusing you for number three <laughs> number four is one of the ones he's number number six's older brother he's known my name for a really long time he now knows how to spell it by the way he's still not actually he's like four he's Three and a half right now, but he's known how to spell my name for like a whole year already. Which I oh, so you made a mistake. You should have taught them all to spell Anne with an E, and then you could be Anne with an E. Wow, you just outed me on this podcast, so you're gonna have to cut that out. Uh, everybody knows your name is Anne. Shut up. Yeah, but we never used it. I don't like it. Could have taught your. Could have taught them how to spell Marin. I should have taught them how to spell Marin. But then I'd have to explain why I didn't want them to call me Marin. No, so, yeah, no. But the thing that threw him off for a really long time is that his name starts with an A, and then my name starts with an A, and he was like, no, that's how my name starts. And I was like, yeah, I know, but, like, it goes different after that. Like, (laughs) you go from an A to another letter, I go from an A to an N. So, like, mm, different roadmaps, same letter, same start. But, yeah, no. It was it was real real confusing for him for a little while. Uh, okay, next question. The best shanty in all the land asks, "How bad could one practice be that Monty plays Pollock instead of Honka? Is 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 it Pollock or Pollock? Pollock? Why are you asking me? I'm not. I'm I I'm asking myself that because I read it and then it felt wrong. Is Honka secretly injured? Or do we need to take off our Honka-colored glasses and realize he's not that good? So, Honka is not secretly injured, as far as we know. Um, He certainly wasn't playing like it in preseason, and he played enough in preseason that I am convinced that he is not injured. Um, I think adding Carrick to this confused it a little bit more. Like, I think if we didn't have Carrick, Honka would be in the lineup regardless of practice. But... We, I have heard that he's still not accepting coaching that well, which I don't know if I believe, but I've heard it. I've heard it from multiple people now, though, is the thing. Yeah. And while I can understand and, re- like, 
not respect, but I can understand at the very least, like, the whole Ken Hitchcock thing, because it seemed like fucking no one dealt with it, and, like, if coaching had been an issue, or, like, dealing with a coach had prevented people from playing last year, then, like, we wouldn't have had a lineup. Right. Uh, There is something to be said about this year with a coach who genuinely seems to care about his players. Genuinely called on to do well. Who Jamie Ben presented the game puck to after the first game. Ugh, so cute. And I do have some serious questions about his... His personality issues that we have heard crop up again and again and honestly like he's very good he's very good but there's no one that isn't good enough to not be coached yeah at anything right and if that's his if that's the way he's presenting himself or not accepting feedback because he knows that he's good then I have a really, really hard time advocating for him. Yeah. Um, he's better than Pollock. Like, we know that for a fact. Like, that is, yeah, a, like, that is an irrefutable fact. better than Pollock, for sure. Pol- Pollock? 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 But he's, at this point with Hanka, I just, I don't know. At, I don't know what's going on there. At the, I, I almost wish he would be traded. Yeah. Hey, San Jose. Sup. Sup. You want a honko? <laughs> Say it in your sexy voice. What? Say it in your sexy oh, voice. Shit. I don't know if I can get there in again. Hey, San Jose. You want a honko? Ninety percent of this podcast is gonna be laugh track, <laughs> and I'm not sorry. <laughs> I'm really glad she's not home too. By the way, this, this would be a lot weirder if she was. Um, <laughs> okay, so now that we talked about Honka and why we're kind of off the Honka train, number two, who will get more prom invites, Miro, Ruby, or will Tyler Sagan continue to be champ? Listen, no, you answer this first because I asked you the question. Go. Uh, I don't think there's any any universe in which Tyler Sagan is not champ. However, I do have a friend uh, who follows another team DM me after the first game and be like, who the fuck is that? He's got, oh my God, look at his hair. Oh my God, look at his eyes about hints. <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah. yeah, I know. I know. All right. He's got that flow. He does have that flow. Um, so I feel like he's a he's a low key heartthrob. Arupe hints. I mean, I I can see it, but I feel like if Heiskinen Heiskinen stops making that face that he makes in his in his like official pictures, uh, that boy is objectively a good looking dude. I don't actually think I know what he looks like. <laughs> you should Google him real quick, but, like, don't look at his official picture. No, his official picture also has acne. That's I know, name. I know. Well, he's only 19, Carolyn. I know. I'm not trying to, like, judge him on, like, not being 19. I don't know. He's not me. I don't. Maybe he'll grow into it. I could see him growing into it. He's got good hair, too, though. He's got good hair. 
He also it's like a shortcut. has a tendency to unibrow, which it looks like he started taking care of. Yeah. Yeah. My thing is that he's got, okay, here's a, a screen cap. He's got good cheekbones. He's got real good he's cheekbones. He's got real good cheekbones. That could, that could, I could see Hayskinen being like a long-term project, but if you're invested in it, it would pay off. Uh, it would pay off. Yeah. The dividends could be quite large. Mm-hmm. Um, there's this picture of him from the combine that I'm like, I go back to, or I'm like, no, that he's 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 objectively rather good looking. Ruby hints, I mean, he's got the he's got the hair, the flow, but like nothing else about him really does it for me. He's got a funny face. I don't know. He'd be he'd be okay. You and I just have real different taste in, in people too, though. Well, I don't really find either of them particularly attractive. I mean, also, I could be their mothers, so like. Yeah, there's definitely that. Yeah, it's weird, but uh, I mean, yeah, Tyler Sagan still has all the name recognition, so there's no way it's not him. There's no way it's not him. Also, technically, it is. Uh, Renee Sydney asks, "Not a question, but the stars kept Line A off the scoreboard last night. That's huge." Yay, stars. Uh, but if you had to list your top five hockey player dogs, who would you pick? Uh, well, number one would be um, fuck, Patrick Eves' dog. <gasps> oh, such a good dog. That dog, first of all, is fucking enormous. And the Newfoundland. So fluffy and so cute. That's um, a good dog. Yeah. It's a real good dog. Sorry, that's my number one. Doesn't Matt Murray have two newfies also? I believe that is the case. Also good dogs. Patrick Eves' dog's name is Ruben. I just looked it up. I would also have to give a shout out to my OG hockey dog, which would be Marshall Sagan. I mean, obviously, yeah. Like, there's so much love for Cash and Jerry that I feel like Marshall sometimes gets lost and mis and not remembered and loved enough, but Marshall yeah. is like the OG hockey dog for me. I'm also going to have to uh, throw it out to Cam Atkinson's dog. What does Cam Atkinson have? Is it Cam Atkinson? Might not be Cam Atkinson. Shit. There is one hockey player that has a dog that is the tiniest fucking dog I've ever seen in my life. And like, he's just so into this tiny ass dog that he has. Uh, hang on. The hockey player, tiny dog. Nope, that's not it. That just gave me dogs playing hockey. I mean, shout out to the dachshunds that do the cute hockey thing. Yes. What other dogs do I know? Listen, I know that somebody out there right now is screaming about David Backus and his dogs, and you can go fuck yourselves, because that's, <laughs> that's what David Backus can do. <laughs> I mean, the thing is that there are so many hockey dogs that you don't... Sometimes they're a little bit of a blur... That's the problem. Ooh, Hillary Knight's got a fucking adorable dog. Yeah? Yeah. I can't remember. I think it's a boxer, I want to say. I love boxers. I also love boxers. Apparently, Cole Yuli has a family. His family has a really adorable tiny dog. Bless. I would like to say that you should t definitely take this as a reason to tweet us pictures of your favorite hockey dogs. So. Absolutely. I mean, I really feel like that should just go without saying all the time. Patrick Marlowe and his cats! I forgot about his cats! Also, 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 I feel real bad for forgetting this, but 
Juice Ben has fan <gasps> list. Yes. How could I forget? It's because he's not a star anymore, and sometimes. So. <sighs> but no, yeah, obviously. Obviously, tweet us all the dog pictures at Deeper please, Hockey. Please Do tweet us your dog pictures, all of them. We want them. I, I mean, do. remember when Jonathan Taves was carrying around his girlfriend's dog in a tiny, like, <gasps> yes. that one. I mean, it's not his dog, it's his girlfriend's dog, but still. That one amuses the shit out of me all the time. So good. Do you want to wrap us up? you want to take us home? With the last question? Let me go back to the right page. Okay, Josh Craig asks, can you... Can you place some of the boys on ye old McDonald's alignment chart? For listeners, it's the one, it's the meme with the children that go McDonald's, McDonald's, McDonald's. And then it's a triangle and like, we have food at home is at the top. And then McDonald's, McDonald's, McDonald's is one of the choices. And the other is pulls into the drive through as children cheer, orders a single black coffee and leaves. So I'm pulling up, I'm pulling up the stars roster. And we're just going to go down. I think okay. Klingberg. Oh, shit. Kling, Kling, Klingberg is the one that's driving through and getting a single black coffee and leaving. I agree. Agent of Chaos. I also, not to like skip ahead, but I also put Radulov there for that exact same reason. Yes, absolutely. I'm actually just going literally down in the roster in like number order. High season is absolutely a McDonald's, McDonald's, McDonald's. Truth. Connor Carrick is a We Have Food at Home. Yep. Foxa. Is also a McDonald's, McDonald's, McDonald's. Is he? I would have gone with he has food at home. Mm, yeah, but he was living with other people for so long and not cooking himself. That is a good point. I will concede. Thank you. Jan Mark. Um, I feel like he I feel like he exists on the blurry line in between we have food at home and McDonald's, McDonald's, McDonald's. Same, because he also lived with people for a while. Yeah. Uh Jay Ben absolutely is a secret McDonald's, 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 because he feels like he would be We Have Food at Home as a responsible captain, but that's not Jamie fucking Ben. Also, let's never forget that his initial nickname coming into the league was Chubbs. Uh, it's still Chubbs. He's still... It's still Chubbs. He still makes But sometimes it's Bunchy, too. I honestly... Yeah, oh, what is that, by the way? What is what? No, but, like, that just came out of nowhere. Like, not you saying it, but, like, it being a nickname. Like, what the hell, Damaris? You can't just throw that out there and then not explain yourself. That's rude. Well, everybody knows the explanation. Wait, I don't know the explanation. Dude, from Bunch Mocks. Oh, wow. I didn't put that together. Yeah. <laughs> I really, like, I, it honestly did not occur to me that he was talking about Bunch Mocks. Now I feel dumb. I'm going to I'm gonna lay that down at the feet of me being really sick recently. So <laughs> do, you, do you know how long I've had an ear infection? I do. I've been following your saga. Yeah. It's disgusting. Okay. Uh, I don't know enough about Blake Como to really know. But yeah, I don't either. Name, I'm going to put him in the black, single black coffee. I would also. Jason Dickens. Okay, so next up we have Jason Dickinson and Devin Shore, and they are both screaming McDonald's. Absolutely. They are McDonald's. Like, that's a whole McDonald's line with, like, if you think about it, it's Hints, Dickinson, and Richie. That's McDonald's line. Yeah, we're skipping Hints when we get to him. Tyler Pitt, like, 1,000% is a We Have Food at Home. Mm-hmm. Responsible dad. 
Lindell, Lindell, Lindell is also oh we have food at home. He just seems to me to be like, he seems to me to be that that kind of. Dude, no, he's got that undercover sneaky sense of humor. He could be a black coffee. Oh, I can, oh yeah, I can see that. Richie, that's, I think also that's, okay. I think Richie is also secretly a, a black coffee kind of guy, just because I feel like Richie, Richie is secretly a dick. I could I could buy it. We did. He did have that serial killer house. He did. That's what I'm saying. Okay. Mark Mathot, absolutely, we have food at home. Absolutely. That's the whole point of him being on the team. Roman Polak, uh, agent of chaos. Yep. Agreed. All right. We've already done Radulov. Spetsa. Spetsa not only is we have food at home, but we are going home and eating salads. Yeah. Tyler Sagan is screaming McDonald's along with Jamie Ben. Yeah, there's no no hope for them. Ben Bishop. Mm-hmm. Ooh, hard to peg. You know who is absolutely a we have food at home and but also it's like a real fucking gourmet shit? Mike McKenna. Miss that guy. I love Mike McKenna so much. Uh I'm... Ben Bishop. See, I feel like this could go I feel like Ben Bishop is honestly like in the middle of the entire triangle and like drifts one way or the other as the mood takes him. Ben Bishop is unmemeable. He's unmemeable. I really feel like. And so then we could also do our scratches. You, uh, Honka, where do we think? Ah, uh, no, wait, sorry. I'm not even asking. Honka orders black coffee and leaves. Yeah. And then he pours them in his children. Um, <laughs> next, no, I'm just Honka only lives on black coffee. Let's yeah, be real. He can actually eat. Uh, Nichushkin. I don't. McDonald's. Yeah, nah, that's where I am. Uh, and Jamel Smith, I also believe, is a McDonald's. Agreed. Yeah. And then Anton Hudobin, like, I I feel like he's a we have food at home. Uh, he's a we have homemade Russian food at home, so we are going home to eat it. He's like, we have fucking pelmeni. Fuck that McDonald's shit. Yeah. <laughs> also, it's not as good here as it is in Russia, so bye! <laughs> and that's all we have for you today. <laughs> Yay! Thanks for coming. And Thanks for for joining us on this. Like we're back from from summer hockey's back version of departed hockey. I would like to uh, take this opportunity to apologize for how many times I have busted out sexy voice. <laughs> Never apologize. You can find uh, me on Twitter at Classlicity. You can find me on Twitter at Meredith. And you can find our official hockey or official. <laughs> Wow! <laughs> you can find our official Twitter at Depart Hockey, and you can email us if you have a longer question, comment, or secret dog pictures at DeparthHockey at gmail.com. You can also find our blog where we will post this uh, episode along with um, any additional materials we might have, like the pictures of dogs, at DeparthHockey.wordpress.com. Bye! Bye! <laughs>